Hey, you guys. Happy. What are we? Wednesday? See, I um don't remember what day it is because I'm on spring break. So my brain is relieved and I made a bunch of money yesterday, which um, I'm really happy about. And then I got to do a couple interviews on the other side of the mic, meaning that people kindly and nicely interviewed me. And I don't know why you people love CP. But um, I won't go into the story in too much detail because... um, I am trying to keep it clean for anonymity reasons. And so I had a podcast interview yesterday. And this person was dying to end the the recording. Well, it turns out that she is hosting... Her podcast on Anchor. And because of that, and I asked her why. I said, why are you hosting your podcast on Anchor? Because, And she goes, I was working with a business coach. And um, yeah, he suggested I do a podcast. And then he took control of the podcast. And which they're not supposed to do. And I am fearing that I'm going to lose my podcast if uh, I don't do any anything. I said, okay, hang on. You, um, you, of course, talk to me. And I will help you save... <coughs> your own podcast, but the point being, through all this, the reason why I'm telling you this story is because a lot of podcasting coaches say, um, I'll help you start a podcast, I'll keep it in my account, but that's not cool. That's not cool. Because if that podcasting coach goes bye-bye, um, you will never see your podcast again. Never see the statistics again. Can't, God forbid, move, host. And what this person is afraid of is that Anchor is gotten so wonkified that um, she's afraid that she'll lose the shirt off her back. And I said, honey, you won't lose the shirt off your back. I am even going to tell her after she pays my fee that if she wants me to upload the podcast after she edits them, um, I am going to 
help her with her podcast. So, I, uh, I tend to help people with their podcast. I tend to not leave them alone. I mean, I was on a freaking podcast yesterday with two humans, two lovely humans. One, um, one is speaking on an iPad. And so, um, we talked about CP and we talked about disability awareness. And so, I was so honored to do that that it just made me want to cry because um, you guys think, and I'm developing a book, a non-fiction book, then I'll be developing a business book because you guys think it's all about money. Well, if you guys think you're going to quit your jobs and be a (coughs) full-time podcast and I apologize for the coughing attack, Um, be a full-time podcaster, I don't see how that's going to happen. It's a long, hard slog. I am using it as a side project to promote my books. My books will be my main income. I will still have my teaching job because my teaching my teaching job will um even though I'm a full time author now, I still need that human contact. I mean Authorship is hard when you're in a basement and you are typing in front of the computer. Every single author on the planet knows what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, for those of you who want to quit your jobs and be a full-time podcaster, that is not going to happen. As Elsie Escobar says, the um, podcaster happiness expert at Lipson.com, it's less about the money and more about the diverse voices. And I'm, I'm coming to find out you guys love, love, love cerebral palsy. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it, you guys. You have loved Sam Palsy for nine years now. And I'm happy to say, if I win Stacey's Flint, I'm happy to say that um, it will be ten years next October. My God! Jeez, that's a little scary. No, the reason why it's nine Nine years and not ten is because I took a year to write the book. So I, um, and when I was talking about disabilities yesterday, uh, 
I said to most of them, I know most of them extremely well, even though we picked up the spot podcasting thing, and I've been on the phone with the mother, like, on stop, and, um, we picked up this podcasting thing like it was three old friends talking on the phone. I mean, uh, I mean, I wish I could tell you, you guys, that you guys go see Mikkel speak and Catherine speak. Mikkel doesn't do it anymore because she has uh, CP, but she had seizures as well. So, and that's a common thing with, um, with CP. I have a friend who's <coughs> in the education field with CP, and she got diagnosed with epilepsy later in life. And I, I swear to God, I, I think technology was trying to kill me yesterday because I, um, Mikhail, like me, is a very visual person. And so we tried to do it via, um, via Zoom. We tried, I swear to God, we tried. The, her aide, her mom, myself, Mikhail, tried to do it all, and I give credit to the aide who was in the background, because, um, it's like, on days, you're moving slow with CP, and this was one of her days that she was moving slow. As body ages with CP, it gets slower and slower and slower, so, um, as the body ages with CP, or as the body ages, it just gets slower and slower and slower. So the last time I saw her speak, she was spry as a, um, as a chicken could be. And so, every year, it gets tough and for her because she cannot speak at all. She uses assistive um, device and like Danielle does, luckily I have experience using assistive devices. And so she she gave up on webinars, and this is public knowledge. I mean, I'm not telling you anything that schools don't want me to tell you. But Mikkel and her mom gave up on webinars because, um, and she just loved having an old girlfriend on that actually saw a person I need to give her a hug. And Mikkel has always been a businesswoman. Mikkel sells bracelets, and I'm going to ask Catherine if we can put her bracelets in the show notes, because now I need a bracelet, and granted, 
I have seen this woman speak twice, and I have yet to get a bracelet. So I told, I told Catherine that I would buy a bracelet off Mikkel, just um to support her that way because I think Mikkel is a wonderful, wonderful human being. She's wonderful, and so go, you guys. My whole point of speaking about disability awareness is to promote this podcast. Go listen to the shining, beautiful podcast. And please, 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 please support these guys. They are doing all three of them. And I I want Mikkel on my podcast, and I, of course, want to aid on my podcast, not necessarily her mom, even though if, um, Catherine wants to come on to help Mikkel, she's more than welcome to it, but I want the age story because I think these aids need a little bit more spotlight time than um, we actually give them because I've decided it takes a village. I've decided it takes a village. I mean, when the aides pull a no-no, like they pull on me, it's like, really? Now what, what am I going to do? CP comes to a screeching halt. And, um, because I have a situation going on right now, my dad is brutally honest. He's like, your taxes is not going to be easy next year because, and that's why I'm keeping my job. Because, as I said, a lot of people, when they win a lottery, when they get a trust fund, they quit their jobs, run for the hills, use all the money, and then, and then when the push comes to shove, it's like, now what? Now I'm stuck in this position with no money. And it's like, I was raised not to do that. I was raised to live on a journalist budget. <coughs> I didn't say teacher's budget because I am not on that budget anymore. I'm on that budget as coffee money. But I was taught to live on a journalist budget, and it's going to be interesting to see if um family member decides to take my trust fund and run away to make it with us. Hopefully not. Hopefully she's smarter than that. But um, but the other one I don't care. One is not taking it at all. He's actually kicking in. So um, the only one I'm concerned about is the one who's uh, alcoholic and a drug abuser, and yeah, she's literally an alcoholic and a drug abuser and can't take care of me, can't take care of 
anyone can take care of her own kin. Her own kin was practically raised by nannies as I was growing up because her kin and I are are several years apart. I mean, she had him late. She had him late at the... There's a 10-year age difference between my mom and... My biological mom and aunt. And so... Aunt Mary Ann. And so... There must be an 11-year age difference between myself and my cousin who just who's young. He's always been young. Um and the rest of us have been in our thirties and this kid is interesting but he's also a little screwed up because of his mom. And um, having kids later in life doesn't help. And so, um, yeah, he's, even though he's smart, even though he's intelligent, I, my biggest fear is if something happened to MLM, his mom, um, he wouldn't be screwed up because he already lost his aunt, my mom. He already lost the same one. <laughs> and his other aunt, his other aunt is the same one as well. So I want, I, if something happened to my aunt, I wouldn't be surprised if alcohol and um, drugs killed her. I honestly wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. And. If I get that phone call, I'm not flying down there to rescue her because um, she has the money to go to rehab. She has. It's not like she um, doesn't have the money to go to rehab. It's like she doesn't want to go to rehab. So if um, I get that phone call, and I'm the black sheep of the family anyway. I'm surprised I'm getting this trust fund anyway. And so, um, if I get that phone call, I'm staying right there. And I, yeah, I, I quickly discovered that I'm the black sheep of my mom's family as my mom was dying, so... Yep, but, um, yep, and I, um, I, we decided not to go to my grandmother's funeral, which I was really close to grandma, and so it's interesting, but my point being is we all have interesting family dynamics, and my point being is don't get your podcast stuck when should be, but I have got to go, you guys, and I will catch you guys later. Bye, you guys.